It's like Doug. All right, Ty, go for it. We sending? Send it. All right, loyal listeners, you are joining us for the fifth episode of You! 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 Tonight we've got a topic that I'm so passionate about. This is, we're going to do a lot of podcasts surrounding this topic because it, it warrants it, definitely. Tonight we're talking boards. What kind of boards we like. Surf we ride. Surfboards. 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 Uh, waterboarding. Whoa. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Guantanamo. Sorry, Andy. Um, <laughs> no. We're missing Andrew this yeah. afternoon. He's yeah, uh, away on business. Three-man crew on today. Sunday. Yeah. We're skeleton crew. I think we might be able to get through without him, although his his input is valued. He, hey, he brings a fresh perspective. Before we s- jump straight into surfboards, is anybody bummed out they're missing Sunday football right now? Who's in this room? No. Mm, zero, no. no I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've just sat down for a full day of football in forever. I've, I think I've watched like two plays of the NFL all yeah, year. If that. I've seen, I think I've seen two. Maybe yeah. one, yeah. I don't really... There's just commercials and whistles, and it's just garbage. Do you think that, like, surfers in general are less interested in the NFL, like, across the board because there's, like, a chance, because it's in autumn, that, like, you ought to be surfing? Well, just in general, (laughs) too, it's... it's, I think surfers, yeah, would rather be surfing than doing anything. If there's waves, I'm not... Like, I quit football because practice was in August when I was in, like, eighth grade. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm looking at Phil. I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, I because I I probably have more say to this because I, I grew up playing football. I probably watched way more football than you guys growing up. Yeah, I played, and that was that was uh, yo Saturday Sunday until I was probably 18 or yeah through college. All I did was watch football with my friends. Like, right, that's that why I looked to you. To this is way more relevant for you. My family's like not into that at yeah. all. Well, I would say the more I got into surfing. Post college, I definitely stopped. I, I think it just took too much time, and I think that's a lifestyle change as well. Like, it's two full days of all you do is watch TV for four, twenty-four hours over the weekend. Football, schmutball. Yeah, I mean, I, if I can be outside doing anything versus just yeah. sitting inside and watching something, yeah. I'm, I'm doing yeah. it. Fully agree. Back to boards. All right, boards. Boards. All right, so we all ride. Pretty much, I, I've always ridden. You know, I, my first board ever was a, I think it was a either a seven six, I think it was a seven six from Brave New World, just like a fun shape. That's like what I learned to surf on, um, and then from there it was just straight up, it was just shoreboards. Like I don't know, like a probably a six Omeric, like four or five of those, and then just into you know, five tens, whatever. I, I've never, and, and fish, um, but like performance fish, not, not like retro twenties. Um, I've never owned a single fin. Um, the most retro weird board I think I've ever bought was like a hypto crypto just cause it's the outline is sort of like a retro egg. Drew, do you still but, have that single fin? I don't. Well, 
It's, Andy. it's in the family. Andrew. It's, 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 it's at Andrews. He's actually kind of like you mentioned the other day. He's like holding a ransom. Because <laughs> I've had his bunny chat. He's like, I've got the single thing now. <laughs> yeah. But that yellow one, right? Yeah, the yellow the one. Seagull. I got a cover no, shot on that. I got a cover. With this yellow single fin, the Jersey Shore Attractions magazine. Yeah, explore single the Jersey fin yellow. That was great. That was a great movie. E- explore yeah. the Jersey Shore and so much more. My face on the cover. Ryan Strzok took the shot at Weren't Doomsday. Donovan. The waves were cranking. It was a really, really good. Donnie's. Weren't you wearing like a uh, uh, like a, a rashy or like a uh, no? A, 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 a Somebody's button down. Right? I can feel Gus the vibration. Man. Is he really calling me? Gus Dugan calling in. Oh, uh, yeah. You're frozen, Andy. Or Drew, sorry. Andy Drew. <laughs> Papa Dugs, shout out. Sorry, Gus. Fuck you, Button. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I was, I was right, bare-chested so, in that picture. Okay. What, what, what's your board at the moment? Right now, I got three. I got a... Six O AJW, yeah, it's like a, a PL one potato launcher. I, that was one of the first boards I ever picked up. Got probably the best barrel of my life. Took it around uh, the world to Bali, Nias, Morocco, and I was just like, all right, I got you know when you get a good board and you got it, you're kind of locked in on certain waves, but then mm-hmm. you start to notice the little intricacies that could be better. So I hit up AJ and I was just like, Hey, these are exactly like the things that are I'm a little too far out in front of like big barreling waves. Can you like slim it a little bit up in the front? And he just made the perfect board for me. Um, and then I got a, another, which one, a JS, a big, bigger JS just for like shitty days and then kind of loving the new wave bandit foamy I took that to the Maldives two months ago it was fringe season and the waves were kind of shit and everyone you know you go to the Maldives and you're you're looking to score usually people dropped a shit ton of money Mm -hmm. and they're like I need my waves if the waves are shitty everyone's on their little performance boards like groveling just hating life it's just creepy. in a terrible mood and i'm that. out there with the wave bandit just inside like on the inside reef just taking so many yeah. good waves taking the fins out trying to twirl around i had the best time jails jails i surfed when i went to the maldives it was not that good i went in may and it was kind of small that was also um i the, you know they say with the hip toe that you can ride it in small anything from small to really big waves like obviously the craig anderson like 12 foot like <laughs> was a can do or something and he's just the board looks tiny i i never enjoyed it that much in small waves but it was good it was good in the maldives because i didn't bring a fish which was stupid on my part um so if you're yeah. going to the maldives you should definitely bring a fish because it's yeah. small there a lot i mean it's still fun when it's small but um, the hip toe was the closest thing I had to a fish. So it was more fun than had I just had like a short board. Yeah. And even, even when it's not that small, a lot of the waves in the Maldives are pretty soft. Mushy. Yeah. yeah so you can, a fish you could use regardless. Even when it's big. I think you could, yeah, you could use a fish up to six foot in the Maldives and yeah, it's still going to be fine. For sure. Um, all right. So you have two AJ, or you have an AJW, a JS. I do have two AJWs. Yeah. Well. You have the one, the potato launcher, and then like the custom, which is a tweaked potato launcher. And then how big is the JS? 
six two. It's and probably like thirty four, thirty five liters. So it's more. So it's like more of a gravelly board. You're saying? Yeah. Or just mushier wave board? Yeah, smaller wave. Yeah. That's weird that you would go up in length for a smaller wave board. It kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, we'll figure that it's out. Playful. For <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess you could. I don't, I don't, is it a, like a standard shortboard thruster squash tail? Uh, five fin. Uh, so is it a step up? Is it like a winter board? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, don't really get it I think it's just a big guy board. <laughs> it's a big guy board. It's yeah. a big guy shortboard. Yeah. Just yeah. for when you're a little fat. Dude, I used to be fat. Yeah, I know. Dude, you <laughs> lost so much weight from traveling, I, I reckon. Probably. All right, Drew. Sri Lanka. Uh, boards, <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> no, uh, I'm currently riding a 6.0. I've actually found some comfort going up in length. Um, I'm riding a 6.0 Bunny Chow. It's got like 30 liters. It's a really good board. The ta- it's a little bit wider in the tail block, and it's kind of pulled in under the chest. Like from the hips to the nose, it kind of, it reminds me of Tyler of your new sharp eye, uh, the HT, what do you have? Uh, 2.5. Two, you have a Toledo 2.5. Yeah. It kind of like from the hips to the nose, it kind of reminds me of a uh, n- very new progressive shortboard. But then like from the hips down to the tail, it's a swallowtail. Uh, it's kind of got like a wider tail block. Um Single V. We should say how big we are. Phil, you gave your dimensions, but uh, I'm six one one eighty five. I'm five foot nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was listed at five ten when in my sporting days, but I'm I'm like five nine in a little bit. Round up. I weigh one hundred and eighty pounds. What about you, Ty? Uh, almost identical. Five yeah. foot nine, one eighty five. Do you think you guys, I've always assumed you guys have a little bit of an advantage, shorter, lower sure. center of gravity. I don't know. It, you, it, just going off pros, right? Like you have the Owen Wrights, the Geordies, yeah. and you kind of, I think Arcal is kind of tall. Um, and they're sick. And John some John. of them, I mean, jo- yeah, John John's mm-hmm. tall. But they're not tall. Dude. Like yeah, I think John oh, John's oh, right. like six, six two. Two, maybe six six one six two and then but then you have the the winningest Doug Goat Kelly and he's like five Little nine no, he's <laughs> um, five eight he's really? like five five no no no, no. he's got and he's got a look size, it up and he's got a size yeah. t- twelve Jamie. and he's got a size twelve or maybe thirteen shoe Let's peep it but I think Kelly's at least five nine no he's not dude Kelly's later height. Uh, so, yeah, five so they're, nine. They're floating, nine they're floating the dot, an inch. Okay, about. so I mean, even still, he's five eight. He's not five five. But he's got. A, and he, but the crazy thing is, he's got like a size wingspan. 13, 13 shoe. Wait, he's forty seven. Forty seven. Holy yeah. crap! I thought he's he was like old goat. Right, that's good. Sports. Forty two. He's an old yes, goat. I, short guys have more a better advantage with lower center gravity. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think so. But I mean. But to a degree, again, I mean, Jordy's what, 6'1"? He's he, no success. He rips in short and small ways. <laughs> yeah. We really, this is turning into like a, a anti-Jordy <laughs> podcast. He's zero success. I don't like that take. I love Jordy. He rips. All right, so. so a W cell doesn't equal success. I, I want to throw that out there, yeah, too. Yeah, I would agree. W cell doesn't equal success. I mean, Jordy had out so many sick video parts before the W cell. What are we was, getting at? We're, we're, we're going off on a tangent here. <laughs> we're going off on a tangent. He's I, Look, WSL does not 
equal success. It might equal dollars and sponsors these yeah. days. It didn't always. But if you're talking, we, we, we obviously went on a path from size to performance to what's actually performance. Yeah. I, I think Kelly is super consistent at, at his smaller stature, and he's you know the winningest. But you know there are guys who are tall who perform really well in big in big waves in small waves, and then there are small guys who perform really well in big waves. It's just kind of like talent at the end. Of yeah, the day. I think if but, you if you th- if, if you're gonna like say anything, dude, like shorter guys have an av- uh, uh, they do have a more they have an advantage. They have a lower center of gravity. Yeah. yeah. Well, you see, like, I mean, there are advantages and disadvantages. I mean, Andy is a really good swimmer, and he's like super long, and I feel like there's more opportunity for him. To fall because there's just yeah. like so much limbs everywhere, and at, the, and at the same time, there's more opportunity to catch waves because he's got a longer arm. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say I definitely feel like I have an advantage over yeah. you, just in length. Yeah, yeah. in paddle, paddle. Yeah. yeah, you can pull more water if you got longer arms. It doesn't. But it's also yeah. I think weight is huge. Like yeah, when I lost like ten pounds last year, I paddled really fast. Like, just because you're pulling less weight around. Yeah, right, it's back to boards. All right, back to boards. I've, uh, and I got a 6-1 step up that's got some more volume. It's one of those ones you have filled. It's from Adam Warden. It's an AJW. AJ, it's like a custom pintail. And I do have a 6-0 single fin, a 76 Bill Shrosbury Sunset. It's you know like who else rides three and a half AJW? The campaign. The cam- <laughs> he sure does. Campaign. <laughs> the one last year is on his dad's. Mr. Richards. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, he wrote his the board his dad shaped. Oh uh, yeah, that's so cool. But he's been nailing them this year on Adam Morton's boards. Well, the uh, as far as we know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I have. Uh, I just pretty much requivered almost do entirely. In one purchase. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> wait before you go, Ty. I do have a longboard, and I do like to ride it. Yeah, I've got. I've actually got three Dewey Webers in the family that are kind of at our disposal whenever anybody wants Featherlight Performer and a, something else. But <laughs> I love. Do you prefer to go longboard or like fish around here? Oh, I just think longboarding so you get so many waves. It's so fun. Yeah. Last time we were in Costa, there were a couple of days where the reef was small and mushy, and Joey's dad has a bunch of longboards. And I hadn't longboarded in, I don't know, five, five plus years, maybe like maybe 10 years since I like went out for an actual session with a longboard. It was so fun. Yeah. You get, it, it <laughs> we really were is so, so much fun. fun. It's like a shame yeah. that to like, to get so committed to progressive surfing, you forget to like, there's, it opens up, say we get to surf like, I don't know, uh, 180 days a year, like functionally on a shortboard like it opens up another hundred days to ride along yeah yeah which like it's what it's all about i would say yeah yeah. we should get to surf maybe maybe a hundred i mean that's even very right yeah (laughs) i'm just trying to put a percentage on it it opens up at least a quarter more yeah yeah we were we were all joey joey satchel and i were at the reef surfing longboards it was like i don't know tummy high and kind of mushy because it's a higher tide and we were doing the uh you know, all sort of like party waving, like fading each other, like just messing around, but having so much fun. And you catch so many waves on those mm-hmm. things. And we were doing the, we were, we were thanking the wave. We were turning around and just doing, doing this. <laughs> it was, 
It was so funny. But I, but I couldn't believe how much fun it was to ride a longboard. I, yeah, I hadn't I, done it in for, for ages. I think it's important for, for everybody, for your surfing, yeah, to definitely. have one just to, at your disposal. I mean, the fish is a good alternative. Like my, I feel like my single fin for a long time was a good alternative. Mm-hmm. The foamy is a pretty good alternative. An alternative craft is almost like a must-have. But like, if you have a longboard... Like, don't, uh, you know, you gotta, you should make a point to get on. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the, the amount I travel and like the amount of times I'm like, fuck, I wish I could, could yeah. bring along for it. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's but terrible. that would just mean your board bag just grew by two feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of a pain in the ass to travel with. But I, I just think it's a absolute no go. Like I would never travel with the longboard. No. Yeah. Too yeah. much. I, I, but that, that was a good question. And I'm, I'm, uh, 10 times out of 10 riding a fish. If yeah. it's, if it's fishable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I. What do you I, got? Uh, at the moment, I have uh, and, and just, Todd, just what you ride, because you've got a lot of surfboards. <laughs> I, I don't have. I mean, uh, do you have my hipto or do I? Because that's another. That's, that's another it's a, question. It's a, it's Who has house. that? It's in my house. So Drew has that, but, uh, but I don't really ride it. No, but I have to say, like the the rusty that I have is a crossover, and I got in Costa. Um, I put my hand through it on like the third surf, which is a bummer. But that that board was a lot of fun. Um, it's you know uh, it's it's just like good in the pocket. It's good in a little bit mushier waves. Um, How big? It's a it's a five, 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 ten. Five, five, um, and then so this summer I bought three boards all at once that I ordered from Sharp Eye. Uh, it's the uh, well, it's through Marcio. Yeah, it's Marcio. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, the HT 2.5 It's a f- in a 510. It's like 27 point something liters. Uh, that's got a swallowtail, and it's got sort of this little channel just in the back. Uh, yeah, those are my three babies right there. Um, and then a, a 5.8 uh, like performance fish. I think it's called the – I'm going to mess this up. It's like the 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 pig something. I don't know if you pull up Sharpie's uh, website, and then and then the last one's a, a disco, and it's a six zero, um, and it's thirty liters. That was like from like a winter two board. I've only ridden that um, once or twice on a couple of the hurricane swells we got here, and it was like proper tubes, and it's really fun. Yeah, that's the disco inferno is the big one. The twin and then the. Big. No, the the uh, the blowfish is the uh, is the uh, yeah sharp eye five eight fish, and I got it in EPS, which is awesome. It's it's a lot like um, it's a lot like the Hipto, the Future Flex, the Hayden Shapes material. Um, I hadn't ever ridden an EPS before. I mean, they're they're huge now. You see, like all the pros are on them. It's so floaty, is what I love about it, and you know. What you hear that people don't like about it is that if there's chatter on the face, that it doesn't it doesn't absorb sort of it kind of pops. Yeah, but but on a but on clean days, I ride it as a quad and it is so fun. It's it strokes in a wave so well. Um, can sit in the pocket. You can be a little bit more out on the face. It just does everything well, to be honest. Um, it is interesting that Drew saying that Ryan Birch clip. Um, I don't know if you get a chance to watch it. And he talks about fish being step-ups. Yeah. I've, hmm. I, I kind of like 
There's not a lot that I find interesting. I mean, Ryan Birch like rips, and it's cool that he rides his own shapes and he like surfs alternative things, and he surfs them very well. I don't I don't necessarily like agree with the approach. I think a lot of the waves that he's shaping for are like kind of like Point Break style waves, mm. or or yeah, I guess like maybe like a black style wave, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with him about a fish being a decent step up. Like, if you put, like, an inch on your standard fish mm-hmm. and kind of, like, stretch that volume to, like, 30 liters and then put some big fins in it, there's no reason why it can't behave just like a step up. Yeah, but yeah. with a tighter paddle radius. And they paddle. They paddle so good. Mm-hmm. Well, that – so, like, the other day when I rode it and it looked small and then it was, like, head high, um, I was – it was fun. It was, it was really, like – it was – I would say – it held as well as my shortboard in bigger waves, if not like better. I think with the um, the major problem is with riding a fish in substitution of a standard shortboard. It depends. What, obviously, it depends what you want out of your surfing. Um, like your shortboard in head high, like your standard shortboard should be able to like handle waves a foot overhead to two feet overhead. You mm-hmm. know, to down to belly high. Mm-hmm. The fish like in theory is supposed to be for those like shin to like waist high days. But mm-hmm. obviously you can gear your board up or like kind of like have the mindset to surf it a little bit more aggressively and bigger surf. Mm-hmm. I just think what happens is, and I was actually told this when I was a Grom, um, that you get used to looking at this like kind of like rounder nose mm-hmm. and it messes with your perception of your standard shortboard. So like, where the fish has volume above like your chest and into the shoulders of the surfboard up to the nose, which enables you to catch more waves and mm-hmm. like get a head start paddling, which is why it kind of has that advantage towards being a step up. But then you get on your standard shortboard and you will not, I mean, your paddling you, suffers, your paddling suffers. And, but like there's a, an equipment change in that size that you can see, that yeah. actually brings your surfing a step back in the like you actually take a step backwards in your progression. You think so? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I would say absolutely. Even when I was on that foamy in the Maldives, yeah. it's just so fat and fun up front that you're just catching so many waves. And then once I went back to my standard, you're like, what is this pointy thing? Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. yeah. a weird disconnect amount with the amount of like foam mm-hmm. up there and. Yep. How how quick it's going into the wave? I remember. I just it was at. Um, it was, it's funny. I'm going to say this. Durf was the one who told me this, like back in the day. Durf alert. Durf alert. <laughs> Durf alert. <laughs> he told me this back in the day. He's like, "Hey, listen, be careful riding a fish. Like, it's you're going to surf more waves. There's nothing bad about that." He was like, "But when you get on your standard shortboard, you're going to have this like adjustment period." Yeah. Um, you know, I think changing up boards is a is an excellent way to experience surfing. Like. You know, I think it improves your surfing overall. Like, so for sure, you know, like people think there's like a whole like school of the surfing culture who thinks Dave Rastovich is like the best surfer on earth, right? And he is on everything from like, uh, like egg shape, like double enders to fishes to standard shortboards. And you know, even Kelly has has ex- has experimented with a lot of really weird designs over the years. Mm. And like, you know, he kind of seems to come back to this thing that whatever he's on now and like you know they they're at home on their standard shortboard that's meant you know built for them but the old goat 
the old yeah <laughs> again <laughs> the old goat but yeah they i think i think it's important for your surfing to experience different t- kinds of surfboards but be forewarned with that with you know being a committed fish surfer is like you're gonna have to wrap your head back around getting on a pointy surfboard yeah unless you never go back yeah. you could never go back i've thought about that like i surf my fish so much better or, or you have not, more fun not yet yeah. i was about to say not even better like because that the the HT two point five I got that thinking that because I, I like surfing that fish board is the top of the line performance yeah, surfboard. It's not as fishy as I thought it was going to be. The like, HT two point five or yeah. the blowfish thing. Uh, the HT. Yeah, it's not fishy like at all. I, but it like looks next to the fish. Look, sure, their their outlines don't look that different. I mean, you can't see the full tail of the fish, which is definitely wider, wider. but no. But but it doesn't look that different. Like the center one looks kind of like a fish, but yeah. it's a mm. short board. I mean, and it and it's, it's so pulled in under your like above is. your chest. Yeah, no, and 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 that one day in Rockaway when it was not really tubing, but like fun little pocket waves, going vertical with that thing was really fun because you can schwack and then like get back down the face like on the on the forehand, and it was seamlessly transitioning from the bottom of the wave up to the top and like back into the pocket. And that was what I thought it was like best for. But then if you take it out in the open face, it gets a little wonky. It, it, it wants to be in the it's cupped out yeah, in it's the pocket. Be in the power source. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause it's, it's, it's chippier. And right. that was like sort of illuminating um, versus the fish. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thing about boards is like, right. Every, every board kind of has a time and a place, mm. you know, you, you, like, all right, so that brings, like, every board's got a time and a place. Some boards, you know, they need bigger waves, they need pushier waves, or some boards get through those flatter sections, those flatter, fishier, wider boards get through those flatter sections of kind of, like, more gutless waves. But, like, um, I wanted to say, like, for for us, like, in this room, like, Ty, like, because you go on these quick two-week trips or whatever a few times a year, um, and, like, Phil, you do the kind of total opposite where you may go for two months or whatever, and you can only bring so much with you. Um, I think it's important to know what kind of like traveling you're going to do when you go to order a board, if you can afford to order three, like you did Ty, and have, you know, your boards for home plus like maybe a handful in the garage that, uh, you'd say you take two or three with you on a trip. Mm -hmm. You've got to make a distinction early in your surfing and what kind of traveling you intend to do. And know whether or not you're just going to bring one travel board, maybe like an alternative board, or if you're going to bring the three stack, you know, buck up, pay the $300 to get the boards on the plane, or if you're going to pay the hundred and just bring the one good board. Like I've found myself traveling with two boards, coming home with none, like pretty much every time. Yeah. And like now, I kind of have a travel board in that six one. It sounds yeah. like Phil, you've got a travel board, uh, based on what you've described. Yeah, and also different travel bags. Like I have my one just over the shoulder. I'll bring my one travel board if I'm going like yeah. hopping spot to spot. Right. But then I got like my big, you know, coffin to kind bag that I'll take somewhere if I know I'm posting up for a couple mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. We have two to three boards in that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, right, so, like, there's a distinction between, like, having your quiver and trying to have your quiver all in one board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, a lot of people, um, in my ex- from my experience with the places that I managed, like, my guests were the more, you know, like, like Tyler, like, coming for, you know, a few, a few days, I'd call it two weeks or whatever, and they've got the quiver. 
to ride everything from knee high to double overhead, mm-hmm. right? Which you're like, all right, cool, that's good. And then I, but I did have a few guests who were like, yeah, I'm just here in like six one, and it's a little sometimes bit fuller the rails. Sometimes it's a little liberating mm-hmm. when you don't have to have the choice. Right. When you're just like, this is my board. This is what I'm doesn't riding. matter if yeah. it's you know. 10 and you foot. get dialed in with that board because you're not switching between yeah. boards. You yeah. you learn that board. You yeah. rarely like having a board that can kind of surf everything. Um, doesn't really eliminate any surfs, mm-hmm. you know, like you kind of would rather have a board. Like if you're going to get one travel board, you'd rather have a board that can surf bigger waves better. Right. Cause if you show up somewhere, see, I'm the opposite and it depends where you're going or you're yeah. traveling and what the forecast is like, obviously. But like for me, having that fish on small waves is more fun to me and therefore more important to me than having a step up because it's like I can ride my shortboard when it's like a couple feet overhead and it's still fine. Um, if if I have to ride my shortboard that I just said is kind of like chippy and, and, and a little bit thin by the shoulders, if I have to ride that in, in flatter, less powerful waves, it's just not going to be fun. It's almost not going to be fun. So I, I, I don't know. I mean... It, it depends. I but uh, you know on the flip side, like you said, Drew. I mean, if you're way undergunned and you just can't surf because you're just like I can't scratch into <laughs> these well, things. I'm, might as well kneeboard. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but like I yeah I don't know. I I, I sort of ta- I tend to take the other side of that. Like sure. in, in the Maldives, not having my fish was devastating because yeah. like well, the Maldives would have been so fun. If you knowing what you know now, you'd go with almost your fish and maybe your HT two point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not bring a step up there. No, and I think. Obviously, the waves do get big there occasionally, you know, uh, and there's some serious waves. But, like, if you're going somewhere, do your research so you know what board's going to maximize your pleasure. Yeah. You know, because, like, I don't know, knowing I I haven't been to the Maldives, but just from what I've seen and understand and discussed with you guys, like, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to bring my smallest board. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but it's really hard. Like, you say that it is hard to really know until you've been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. you can see some videos and stuff, but or you have, until you, you get in the water and you're like, "Fuck, source. I need a little more." Extra. I went there thinking it was going to be sick, and I just brought two shortboards. Not <laughs> sick. It was small. <laughs> well, you also went for like one week, right? Yeah, like yeah, like ten days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, that's a pretty good trip. You should get surf in the Indian Ocean. Any, almost any time of the year in 10 days. It was, a, it was a bad week. I just sometimes got unlucky. you just don't hit the nail on the head and it's nobody's fault. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a good place to go um, with an alternative craft. We, I mean, we, so we're all, again, we all ride performer shortboards. It just so happens. And, and I think that's, and I, I think that's also a reflection of our, of this area and of, of New Jersey, uh, um, even more so than New York as a distinction. Like yeah. a lot of guys up, on Long Island are riding mid-lengths mid-lengths like eggy boards yeah just stuff that's you know floatier yeah almost like like single fin style boards um like Pilgrim Surf Supply and albums um boards that are retro which is the new cool thing and it just sort of hit Brooklyn and Rockaway and I don't know I feel like it it now like there's that surf shop in Brooklyn Saturday Pilgrims and Saturdays yeah, are both been. have Pilgrim even more so they have only retro crafts. boards yeah but then they did like a mayhem which was like a fish and it was still like it was not a mayhem the old board. five five nineteen and a quarter specialty fish no like, like the sick fish from 
Lost Across no, America? No, no, no. Uh, it's it's Jakes. more. It's a retro. It's but it's, Dude, it's Saturday's the one, the only place I think that in this area is on Awaco. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Saturdays is like a hipster coffee shop slash retro board. Okay. Slash like, I don't know, like Soho and West Village, like models go in there. Like yeah. a novelty shop yeah. kind of. Yeah. But it's they carry Hayden, right? Yeah, yeah. Just because like Hayden shapes would. are cool. They're like, they're so cool. Yeah. They're very cool. There's cool a really cool on. shop. <laughs> Shout out to Magic Quiver in Ariesera. They have... Some of the coolest retro boards you'll ever see. Yeah. I think they're on Wicca as uh, well. That's, well, that's the other thing, too. Like, Pilgrim, it's it's so aesthetic. Like, it's beautiful. Like, it's these like boards are beautiful. Like, I want to put this up on my wall. But it, it, and I'm so uninterested. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> it, but at the same time, <laughs> I, I found a, it time could be really fun to surf boards like that and just forget about ripping and just cruise. Yeah. And I don't give myself that, that leisure, and I feel like I should more often. All right, well, let's, let's talk about it because we have... Uh, that is a discussion point, right? We this is see, your therapy session time. We see. I mean, there's waves down here. There's. There, I don't always have to rip. <laughs> there's waves down here that call for the alternative, like craft. You know, a little more volume, even a little shorter twin fins. Like it's very. It's kind of less common down here, but up on up on Long Island, I find that it's a pretty popular thing for the guys to be riding. You know, like the five eight twin fins or or like the mid-lengths. little bit the mid lengths too um and obviously that's because what the waves are like i mean i don't know it's, it's kind it, of a it's kind hipsters. of becoming trendy yeah it is kind it of becoming trendy. trendy i feel like but, i'm seeing all over instagram and even the shapers a lot are everyone's pushing twin fins right now yeah mm. well twinnies are kind of they they I don't you know. know. You need to we be know a regular how you feel foot. about fish, Drew. You need, to be, you need to be a regular foot to have a twin fin here. It doesn't make any sense to be a goofy foot and own a twin fin. Yeah, it here. sucks yeah, on your back. Yeah. It just doesn't even make any sense at all. And um, but to have one like if yeah, as a goofy foot, if you were you know up on Long Island and you were going left, twin fin makes sense. Yeah. I mean, have you ever tried to pump a twin fin on your backhand? I don't believe so. Have you ever tried to pump a single fin on your backhand? <laughs> Hell no. It's like. The twin fins are, like, hard. The single fins just, like, you know, it's tough to, like, engage. I mean, it yeah. works, but, it's, but it's, it's, it's a totally different thing. But the the, the, the it, we go up to Long Island. We're surfing decent waves one day, and we look up, and, like, everybody seems to be crossing over the uh, boardwalk on, like, alternative crafts. And there we are running down on our 510s, and, like, we're not even looking for the same kind of waves. Which is good. Which is good. Except, <laughs> you know, there's generally speaking on those shorter jetties in that like Rockaway to like Long Beach zone are, you know, mellower, kind of less steep, uh, a little bit more like almondy shaped mm-hmm. uh, tubes to be ridden. Especially Long Beach. And I Beach. think those boards are appropriate. Like, you know, that one morning we surfed up there and it was a pretty good swell. It was, was a Dorian. And uh, I rode like my my like kind of like step up thinking it was going to be a little more you know necessary and you rode your ht 2.5 for the first time i think and like i had like i was like way faster than the wave you know and i was like oh shoot mm-hmm. you should be go get the hip down and i got on the hip down i had way more fun and all those guys out there who were getting waves around us were primarily on alternative crafts and they were getting good ones i think where the wave is like less top to bottom and has a little bit less steepness to it. Those way, those boards are really appropriate. 
So that, I think that's also why we're seeing it all on Long Island where the waves are, are less hollow than here. And I think that's why it's never left in California. It's like right. yeah. it's almost always there's where always been a retro crew. And I also think the other the other part, too, which is why it makes sense for New York and then for a different reason makes sense in California. It's for people who surfing is less their lifestyle and more a thing that they do as like a hobby. Like so enthusiastic. Yeah. So yeah. they they aren't maybe necessarily constantly in paddle shape or they just do it in California because there's waves all the time. It's like, oh, I'll go out whenever and it'll be chest high and crumbly and also have so much fun on my on my, on my mid length or, or whatever the you know, or, or fish, retro fish, longer board. And then New York is kind of like that too. They're like, Oh, I'm a New Yorker. Like, but I surf. So every once in a while I'll go out and do that. And it's like, you know, less steep there. Um, but I think it's, I mean, I experienced it in Nova Scotia, dude. Like I brought a, I brought a performance shortboard. I brought a step up. Uh, I was there for like Humberto or whatever. And like everybody, it's a lot of, it's, you know, there's, there's like some beach breaks, but they're pretty soft and like, the, the best waves there are point breaks. And like, I was like, my boards suck for this. Yeah. It's like, what am I, you know, like I would have been rather been on the single fin going switch stance on rights. Yeah. Then, yeah. then like struggling to pump my 28 liter short board down, like a right point break that needed a board with more volume and kind of like more surface area to fly through flat, flat sections. Like but a it, fish would have been good, but a double ender would have been better. It's interesting that it's made a resurgence on, or I don't know if it's even a resurgence or just that it's hit the East Coast so hard. We just, I don't yeah. know, maybe it's just because we didn't realize, dude. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> maybe up up north, even or these shops too, and Instagram, and because they're more aesthetically pleasing, like it just sort of like propagates, and it's like a self fulfilling. You know this. Okay, this this shop is selling these really cool retro boards, and I saw a guy out on one the other day, and it looked really fun. Oh, I saw a sweet one on Instagram with like a really cool tint job, and then it's just like it's just capitalism snowball. coming into surfing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Maybe. my girlfriend was in in California, and she went to one of the mollusk surf shops. Yeah, and she brought me home a t shirt, and she, you know, like she, she was like, it was a really beautiful store. Yeah, like hand planes. And like no name wetsuits, yeah. and uh, like really nice, like clothing, like stuff you'd wear to dinner with like your parents and stuff. And then dinner like, with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't even know what sort of <laughs> events you wear nice clothes to anymore. <laughs> and and then and then like she was like, but I don't think you'd ride a single surfboard in the shop. Yeah, they're, they're retro. Pull up, pull up mollusk, and then pull up bare wires. <laughs> But that's like kind of like the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, I mean, it will just like look at. I'm sure they have pictures on their website or on their website about like how how nice it all looks. I mean, it's Damn probably even up, more right? more relevant, honestly, for um, uh, like on just their Insta. I, I bet their Insta has. Um, yeah, like, like what the is fuck that? Stuff? Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that's in their search Those are like gemstones. <laughs> T- type in um, <laughs> Those are g- gypsies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, you see, like okay. exactly. I would have liked that one. Uh, that Wegener, <laughs> Wegener. That six ten Wegener. Also, Wegener. these retro boards are so expensive. I mean, look at that. Yeah, dude. Nine hundred eighty dollars. Eight hundred. Oh, 
Is that a Jerry Lopez? That's that's pretty awesome. If that is, I don't think it I is. I don't just read it. It just says, says it's a labyrinth. It just said Lopez, but I don't so think it's yeah, Jerry Lopez. like these boards have a time and a place, and they're meant for the point breaks of like you know yeah. Malibu or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Ch- uh, pull up, get, hit uh, Pilgrim Surf Supply. I more want to see. I'm more curious to see. Yeah, like, I've never looked at this of website. the sh- of the shop itself and like how aesthetic. So like, where is this in Brooklyn? Yeah. Like, like, what is that? Very thing? similar to Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. This is like almost the exact same stuff. Yeah. They're all 20s. Yeah. Or the like that exposed this. brick in the back. Like that's like mid-length. <laughs> yeah. That's like these are the Mayhems, like a lost puddle jumper, 5-7. I mean, that would go. like they're, So like these are boards that I could understand why... Why you'd be wanting to ride them in Rockaway. Yeah, for a thousand dollars. Thousand bucks is crazy. <laughs> That's almost just art. <laughs> That's what yeah, I'm saying, that dude. Like you feel bad waxing that board almost. I know. <laughs> I would. It'd be broken. But so anyways, I mean that that was something we we wanted to talk about. Um Look, there's, so there's a time like again, there is a time and a place, right? Like but it seems like the time is now for almost everybody, like other than In the this couple economy? core guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a good economy. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I would ride one if somebody was like, hey, you want to try this? Because I like to try different things. Yeah. But would I spend 865 on a 6'2 <laughs> beamish wing swallow twin fin? Uh, I don't know what the fuck that's for. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's you saying you would like to try one? Maybe like Pavoni's. This yeah, this is like a one-off um, cheater five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, be sweet. That would be sick. Dude, how difficult is it though to like say you want to try these? You can't without dropping a thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know if you can demo There's these. There's no Awaco. Yeah, Awaco's or or on the on the West Coast too. That's that's an interesting topic in and of itself. There's often demo days, mm-hmm. like at different places, Encinitas, and like different areas of of um, San Diego, LA region, where they have demo days, and they also have big, huge shops that demo boards. Yeah. And we just have never that's had that on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah, it's not a thing. So, so since we're like doing this, right? Since we're looking at Pilgrim, uh, I mean, I kind of know a lot of shapers and like have a good awareness of surfboard history. I don't know any of these shapers. I'm not taking anything away from what they're selling. Obviously, if I, like at first glance, I look at this and I go, okay, like I could see why that board would be functional in Rockaway or Long Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Especially as a goofy foot. But then, and Phil, if you don't mind doing this for me, pull up Bearwire Surf Shop in Spring Lake, New Jersey. Adam at Bearwire Surf Shop is like, I think, in my opinion, the most progressive surf shop in New Jersey. I mean, I haven't been to uh, the shop down in... Um, but look, even he's trying to sell like fishy stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to carry some, you yeah. know? Much but then, then you come down, you come to Adam, you come to Adam's website at Bear Wires, and like, look, there's a OG potato launcher, right, from AJW. He carries Jason Bennett's board chemistries, um... Oh. In in like a very desirable size range from five nine, he's got boards six one, you know, like so and chilies like these chilies. boards are performance Whoa. shortboards, stuff that guys on tour would ride. And then he does have the, a, the small selection of alternative crafts, and like it's just I think it's based on what is needed in where you're surfing to have a successful shop, which True. is hard enough in itself. Wait, which is the nose on that? <laughs> look at that. This guy doesn't that look upside down? Looks upside down. <laughs> the hydronaut. That is wild. It's a tomo. The balloon knot. 
<laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you got to keep mean, your balloon knot tight if you ride that thing. So, like in, in Adam's boards, like that, the, those fire wires are you know under a thousand, but tiptoey. They get expensive. Well, why is that one only? Damn, only five hundred bucks. Because Adam he runs like a deal of the day. Follow his Instagram. <sighs> Fairwire Surf. Yeah, yeah, I've that, seen dude. a couple. Like he shoots five out times. a story and. They sell out so quick. Yeah, it's like they're really good thing? deals, two, three hundred bucks, and can't so go he's got on quick suits, enough. So right, so I think a surf shop is selling what is what works in their neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? So he's in Spring Lake, and you know, in this area, look, he's even got a rage. He's got raging bull lines for Aki's. That was one of the, if, in our questions here down the line. It says, "What are some what some of the best boards you ever had?" I had a five ten raging bull in Samoa, and it was like super good. It was sick. I left it with my, my main mate, Nug. <laughs> <laughs> Nug man, if you're out there, miss your buddy. So I, I got to say, I got to say, um, and I mean, as far as where and how, what's, what's, your, what's your surfboard buying process? Phil, we, mm. so you bought that original potato launcher at a shop, and, and yeah. then you took it, and you sort of brought it all over the world, and then you said... You felt some things that you wanted to change, and then and then Adam J. Warden made those changes for you, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was no thinking in that process at all. Just needed a good board at home. Saw the AJW in the shop. It was actually Dave Connect's old board. Oh, nice. So I have the same board in the 6-1. Okay. He made a batch for our buddy Johnny, who put the order together, and then like... Uh, like a dozen of them came up here for different people. Like yours says for Dave on it, probably. Uh, mine says it's for like Owen. painted over. Yeah, mine was for Owen, for my brother, and I. So like he made a, ba- a batch That's of awesome. these boards. Yeah, yeah. So what's the? I mean, what's the best way to buy a board? Obviously, like you did. Yeah, but yeah. yes and no the, because the get a board quiver. from a shaper that you're going to stick with. You hear it a million yeah. billion times. Mm-hmm. Get a board from a shaper that you intend to stick with. It doesn't matter if he's good or if you're good or if the shaper's not great and you're not great. You were you just have a working relationship. But he's and, also not a local guy. I think it, it, ideally, mm. if you have someone local who you know is a good shaper, which kind of isn't really the case for me. AJW is what out of. Wilmington, I think. Yeah, North, near Wilmington. Yeah, so so it's not like you can physically like talk to each other. I mean, I guess at some point, you know, maybe you could Skype with them, but like I'm never gonna do that with right. like the guy who just does that with hey, Felipe. Marcia. Like, yeah, <laughs> hey Marcia, so, it's me, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you spend enough money, I'm sure he'd be happy to do it with you. And you, yeah, and maybe Ty, you could get. Maybe you might be one of those people who gets nine boards a year. No, that's well, ridiculous. you're on track for seven. <laughs> Three, three. I mean, I've I bought three boards. True. I guess your last batch of boards lasted a little bit longer. Well, but you're he, already thinking about reordering. Yeah. So you're going to be a six boards this <laughs> year kind of guy. But but this is why, and this is why I think this is why I think this topic merits discussion. Is I bought that, or I had this happen when I bought those hiptos, and I did. It was like oh literally. God, what a disaster! What a disaster! <laughs> when, when they first came out. I you couldn't tell like what Craig Anderson was riding like <laughs> you didn't know if it was like he was riding it at like five six or whatever but yeah. I didn't I didn't do my research so this is sort of my fault he but probably weighs one hundred and forty five pounds yeah but no <laughs> but so I I I was like oh it's a short board like I'll get in a five ten and it was like it came and it was like uh, what, what is this thing Jake move. <laughs> yeah like I was like. 
but like I had no frame of reference. No one around here had one. This was like eight years ago, when, like when they first you came Mavericks out. Mavericks on a five. I know. I know. <laughs> it was so silly. What'd you do with it? I forget what happened. I, I broke one, and I think I sold the other one. Um, or no, I. Uh, yeah. I thought we just shot it with paintballs. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, just like, just, yeah. a, just took it. We ran it over with your truck. No, <laughs> um, I traded in for a five six, and it was a lot more fun. I mean, uh, I just had no clue that that's like what you well, were supposed to ride that board. But, but it, more relevant was like the HT two point five. Like w- this was this was a mistake again, sort of on my part, but not really because it, it's a subtle thing. Is there was the, there's very little foam in the chest, and I bought it as board that was going to have more leaders than my rusty and thinking that it would have a little more paddle power but the but the, all that foam was in the back like sort of in the hips and the kind, stomach kind of how my bunny chow is no i guess my bunny chow is back and under the back foot but go on but bunny chow where'd that name come from merrick it's america yeah, it's america oh. I, I think it's actually yeah it's south african south african yeah, yeah it's, it's a geordie model durban yeah. it's a geordie model had, that had bunny chow, just like a big Bread bowl, bowl. Right? it's like a. If you have like a white loaf of bread, you just literally cut it in half, scoop out all the inside, and then they throw in whatever the like chow rabbit? is. It's like uh, almost like a stew or something. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what they they did get the name from there. Nice. I've, I heard that when I researched it. But so so yeah. So I do think um, fun fact. <laughs> well, it this is a little bit to what you said, but a little bit also. Um, point I'm trying to make is like it. There's nothing like going and like feeling a board at a shop. So that that board is awesome, and I and I liked it in in cupped out waves so I can stay in the pocket. And the problem is, it doesn't have any more paddle power than my rusty, which has like a, a liter or two less in it. It the rusty paddles sort of better because yeah, the foam's up under your chest. Yeah, the foam's just under the chest, and yeah. and, it, and it honestly, it's just like. It's a weird. It's it's sort of a subtle difference, and like sometimes you can't get that even by reading all of what they write about it and like listening, like watching the shaper talk about it. So going back to what what you're saying, like the best way to go about it is now you go to Marcio and you say, "Hey, yeah. look, I really liked," or you go back to your shaper and you go, "I really liked," and I don't. I'm telling you this, and I don't do it, yeah, because I can't afford to continue to buy like two new surfboards every. Six to eight. To well, it's also months. like a little scary too when you just hit up a shaper and you're like, "Hey, you give him all just your call him up, your be like, you're my guy." But also, you don't know what he's going to pop out. He could just make you something, and then you jump on it. You're like, "Fuck." Well, this, this, isn't, is, it's this a, isn't it's, what I want. If you hear, if you listen to like the most knowledgeable board makers and surfers, they will be the first ones to say just. Get a guy and stick with him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and like Tyler, like you know, you've invested in into Marcio at Sharpie now, and like there's a, a things you really like about that board, and there's a handful of things that you don't like about that board, and so you go to him and you say, hey, look, like I like this board. Here's what it does well, mm-hmm. but I need more paddle. You know, yeah. like I need it to pad. I need. I'm like a stro- a half a stroke behind. Well, it's also the tough thing for me too, and for people who aren't like. You know, five nine one sixty is. I'm riding a board that was like designed for Felipe, and I'm like thirty pounds heavier than him, <laughs> and I'm not out of shape. I'm uh, in good shape, but I'm just heavier. Like, yeah, and 
I, you know, that's that's definitely a real problem, and yeah. he may suggest a different model. But what I and then the the problem, what I struggle with too is then I look at I, I think I've had my most fun. I think one of the the best boards I've ever had was the um, was the JC that I brought to Samoa at Tiavea, and it, and I think it was sort of like one of those hybrid small wave slash everyday waves boards. And that seems those seem to go best for me because they have JC like yeah. a John Carver, yeah, because huh. they have better, um, they have more foam, and I think that like what I want that I can't seem to find, and I think I'm gonna, I think I know which new sharp I'm gonna get is a board that's, I don't want it to be a groveler because it's my short board for like head head high days, and I've got the fish. But I need a, I need a head high day board that's just designed for a heavier person. But I'm not a big guy board where I'm like 220. I'm just 185, and these boards are designed for like 160, 165. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you also got to throw in the curveball of buying boards for here for summer versus winter. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. like a whole another 12 dimension. pounds. <laughs> yeah, 12 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. Thanks, Durf. Yeah. <laughs> Durf yeah. alert. <laughs> Durf alert. Durf alert. <laughs> Dude, we got to send him this. I know. I'm going to get him on here. We're yeah. gonna bring, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring Durf McTie into the show. <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> so I think, so I do think that, Just J- I do think for whatever reason that JC was my favorite, my, one of my favorite boards I've ever had. Let's, what, let's, what do you, th- what was your favorite board you've ever had? Uh, the, the most progressive board I the most the, the board that I surfed my best on and improved the most on in my entire life was a Timmy Patterson weapon, like five ten swallowtail. It's probably the same thing Italo's on like right now. Mm-hmm. I don't, maybe he's got a squash tail, but that board. It, I was riding it in Indonesia though when I was freaking twenty three years old for you know mm-hmm. eight months straight. But Tim Tim Patter- so, Timmy Patterson yeah. gets so much love from the shaving community. They all say he's like a legendary. This shaper. board and I got it from Bear Wires from Adam was so sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, when it when it broke, I was like I was devastated because I like pulled into a stupid like closeout tube and a rip bowl on a beach break. <laughs> And I mean, it was inevitable because it was, but that was probably, Timmy Patterson was the one, that weapon. It was sick. Phil, do you have a best board? That first, which is funny because actually the first potato launcher I got, that one I picked up in, in locally, mm-hmm. um, that was by far the best board I've ever had, even better than when I hit AJ up and kind of told him all the tweaks that I wanted. Mm-hmm. But that was because there were limitations on some some waves that I had taken where they were much bigger. It was, it was literally kind of for Nias. Like I went to Nias with this potato launcher that was just way too fast on like when it was, you know, eight to 10 foot. Mm -hmm. And I kind of tweaked it going after that. But Globally, like it was kind of the potato launcher is kind of like an everyday board. It's like a good travel board. Perfect travel board. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely perfect. And, uh, yeah, so the one I got was kind of for a particular wave, whereas the shape I got, the original one I got, was good for everywhere. Mm-hmm. Still, I still bring it a lot of places Ooh. I go and surf more than the the other one, I the custom. I might have liked. I might have liked. Well, I love my Keckley, but that's a fish. Yeah, but no, I, honestly, now I like this this sharp eye fish. I, it's just like a smaller, faster, more. I mean, I've already gotten. 
better waves on it than I got on my Keckley. It's 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 like the same float as that Keckley that's way bigger, but because of the EPS, but it's more performance. But I, that wasn't what I was going to say when you said like your AJW. That AJW answer I had. Yeah, I had I had an answer also. It was yeah. sick. And you also broke my answer in half. <laughs> That's the one I'm talking about because I wrote it after I broke it and I loved it. <laughs> no, no. Um, that board was awesome. That yeah. was, it was a, it's, again, I, I'm for He made a couple of new ones too that I'm, I literally might go on, AJ might hit you up in probably a couple hours. Uh, there's a new board called like the Speedy, I believe. Speedy well, Gonzalez. Um, well, so that's it's weird for me. I have I have now this history, the campaign. Look at that. Um, <laughs> I have this history now of like of liking swallow tails in my performer's shortboards. The Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, I kind of like the shape. Yeah. Hey, I hope this doesn't like derail what you guys are talking about too too much entirely. Since I stepped out and refilled my water, but <laughs> I think what we should uh, bring to the attention of our listeners is. Um, writing what board is going to be most productive for them. You know, like if you on a scale, if if you're a one to Slater and you surf like a four, mm-hmm. those alternative well, crafts. Which, what number is Slater? He's a ten. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> Slater's like he's a, an eleven actually. <laughs> so on a one to Slater, if you surf a four, um. I think it's worth exploring those alternative craft options, almost like regardless of where fun. you live. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. improve your wave count. Um, it'll have some forgiveness. You know, you're less likely to bog rails. One, one to Slater is impossible. I mean, I'm like, I, I would think like one to ten. Like a five. Yeah, like if you told me like one to ten, I would be like, yeah, I'm probably like, I don't know, like a five or a six. But one to Slater, I'm like a two. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, that's, that's impossible. Yeah, it's a great scale. <laughs> that's sort of Keep us all humble. The, the old goat that's scale. So, it's like an right, old... so if you call yourself out of one to ten, if you call yourself somewhere between like a three and a six, I think exploring those alternative crafts, especially around here, like the New York, New Jersey uh, zone, I th- those alternative crafts are worth like keeping an open mind to. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's surfing, right? And it's all about like experiencing the culmination of like waves and wind and water and uh, ha- enjoying yourself. And I think there's a lot of enjoyment to be had out of riding those boards. Um, and I think your, your wave count will go up, which naturally is like the best thing for your surfing. Definitely. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, you hear it a million times. Just get as many waves as you can. And right. You You'll still, get better. But I do think, I think, like if you're teaching your kid how to surf, your kid should start on a shortboard. I think that with the ability for like a young kid to be like quick mm. and flexible and tough, I mean, obviously a standard shortboard has its dangers being like the hard nose and like real fins and stuff like that can hurt a child. But I think a kid surfing like a real little kid on like a shortboard performance shortboard, not like a four, four. I'm talking like a, if a kid learns on like a five, six shortboard instead of like a eight foot foamy that they're already off to a better start. Yeah. You know, because if you start on a, like Ty, you start on a seven, six fun shape that maybe lasted like what, like a month. And then you're like, okay, like 
those guys over there are like kind of like doing turns and like pumping. Yeah. Right? I might have ridden that for like more like a year. I mean, I also think with what you're saying, yeah, it's a really good idea with the caveat that it, to, you, they should always keep in mind to go back and forth between, like you said earlier, like go back and forth between bigger boards and mm-hmm. smaller boards. Because I think if you learn on a short board, you're going to miss out on some of the fundamentals of riding a long board sure. that yeah. you get. Like And like... Also, short boards are so much chippier that you feel like you can turn on a dime, so you don't really learn to draw out your turns as much. Yeah, but I, that comes with time. Yeah. You know? But to go back and forth to bigger boards, I think, is, is like the ideal for it's, learning. It's, ni- it's a nice thing to learn, for yeah. sure. I think you're due to make your most... Like, right? Like, what do they say about a, like a human's brain in development, right? Like, it's the most... It's in its developmental stage, like, at the ages of, like, you know, like, from birth until you're like eight or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like you have the mo- the best capacity to learn. Like, why wouldn't you learn on the best piece of equipment you possibly could? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think it's good for I think it's good for a little kid surfing. Definitely, but that's just because it's hard to go backwards. All right, that was. So that when was do you pull the trigger? Awesome. <laughs> for what? After I to, eat. To get- <laughs> 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 Bro, brolemia. <laughs> but like seriously, like I've been, I've been in the market for a board for a couple of months. I just don't know. I feel like you have a moment where you're just like, all right, this is the board. I'm gonna get it. Well, now. for my order, I just put in of those three boards. I knew it was gonna take like two months, so I, I just went ahead as soon as I could and yeah. put it Before in. Before hurricane season. Yeah. That's yeah, that's true. Like if you can time it up to where you're, like around here, uh, you know, a couple weeks prior to hurricane season, then you get to ride and get a little comfortable with it before the waves start getting really good around here. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a hurricane season. Yeah, I thought hurricane season was over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of hurricane season being over, where where's everybody going? Like we woke up on what Thursday morning, and I texted the 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 podcast crew, and I was like. Because I wake up butt crack early for work. I was like, yo, it's cold out here. Where, flat. Where I thought you were going to say butt crack naked. I literally I woke up, up with my butt eyes crack closed. naked and early. <laughs> and my I, dog was like barking to go out at like six in the morning. I barely had crust out of my eyes. Walk out with my shirt off. I'm like, what the fuck? It was freezing, <laughs> right? And did you yeah. see my text to the group? I was like, all right, it's cold and it's flat. Where's everybody going? We got to start, you know, what's everybody thinking? I know... Uh, like Phil, you're pretty much like we discussed earlier. You you you've got a few things for work to ra- to wrap up, and then and then you're pretty much hitting the road. When when and where do you think you're gonna go? Uh, it's kind of kind of up in the air right now. So I'm super busy with work, but like I'm so flexible. I was thinking about hoping, hopping down the coast to see my friend for a couple of weeks. Where do you go? Maybe next week. Uh, I guess you don't have to say. Yeah, I don't have to say. Yeah, no, but uh, also, the, so there, there's like two options I'm thinking of right now in Jan. Either going back to South Africa. There's countless places there. Um, but I'm also maybe getting my Italian passport. So I might mm. winter in Italy. Like I'd have to be there for about four or five months to like go through the process. Whoa. So I've heard, I've been researching some spots in Italy. Uh, to, you want to surf there or you want to make it like a home base to travel to surf elsewhere in Europe and like at North Africa? Well, I would have to stick Both. there for a bit. So definitely to post up to surf for that four or five months. I've um, heard some Leo interviews where he talks about some really fun ways. I've seen there. footage of decent surf. Drive through Europe. 
Yeah, true. Yeah. Donovan. Yeah. I surf. I surf. <laughs> Donovan alert. I surf. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank moon alert. comes up and the moon goes down. I, I surfed Italy. It was you did? huge. It was 12 foot crumbly, like not not proper waves, like yeah. pretty much just like big swells. On short slot. Uh, yeah, I rented a, uh, like a, like a, like a, a stupid board, like an 8 like not a long, it was like sort of a long board. It was like one of those, it was like a Bic type, like bullshit. <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, I had no intention of surfing. I was or with my family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, Huge! It was like double overhead. Like some of these waves, just like did you have to duck dive? Way or were you just like back. punching through. I mean, I was like <laughs> turtle, turtle rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's great. No, I think I probably just jumped. How, off. How's that vibe like? But it was so not top to bottom that like the waves are the least threatening double overhead yeah, waves I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. It was like so mushy and like wonky. Uh, the vibe was like fine. Like there's you know they're like I there, what, but even so, like the whole so like what. I don't know. I think I'm kind of in the stage of life of not just going after performance wave. Like I yeah. love, I love going to France not just because of Hasselors. Like the waves are epic, but you know people are sitting on the edge of the beach at Hasselors, like drinking wine. Like oh. it's just a totally different well, scene. The vibe like is, I bet you Italy. That's what kind of intrigues me. Yeah, the vibe is Italy. Like that's a, that's a different <laughs> it's like wine in the piazza. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a whole different podcast. I mean, we that's yeah, like yeah. just traveling through Italy is incredible. I mean, the prosciutto, the <laughs> fucking pizza, the pasta, the wine. Like it was unbelievable. That's but, when you got to get another board. But what, but 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 what was surprising was the shop where I got this like stupid rental board had like performance. Like it was it had like real boards and it was like so, so the waves clearly, must get real sometimes. Yeah, clearly. No, they definitely there. get real. There's wind. And there's water, right? Yeah, it's gotta get real. It's I great. Mean, like I saw, just watched Dylan Graves get tubed in Lake Minnesota. All right, so so <laughs> Phil, you got a bunch of work before you can really hit the eject button. Yeah. So, do you, but how about on a how about on like a little bit of a strike radar? Have you been? I mean, obviously, we talked about getting getting in the car and going south um, last like week, or we kind of been keeping an eye on that. But like. If you, I mean, I, I know Ty, you're going to Tulum with your family or some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not stoked. Sorry, well, sorry yeah, mom. Yeah, well, it's for my mom's birthday, which is a nice thing to do with the family getaway. But like you're saying, like you're trying to figure out. Yeah, when, I mean, when is that? But that's not really even relevant they, right now at the moment they, either. It's like a weekend. This is another talking. This like, also, I think, is another podcast in and of itself because it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I spend countless hours. I mean, Phil, you do it for you know but for you again you're going for a long period of time so it's not as stressful as far as like strike mission and you have to get it good and yeah what season's best like what are my best options are gonna have two weeks in this spot be good yeah so i'm thinking even like okay like we woke up on thursday and it was freaking cold and there's no surf and like tired of striped bass fishing so it's like all right time to get out of here yeah and it's like um for me, Quick I, mission. Know, I'm kind of thinking, you know, Caribbean coast, Central America for a quick hit. I'm kind of thinking like lower Caribbean, uh, like lesser Antilles. Yeah. Um, or like Barbados. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, I went to Barbados last year and I've been to a lot of of the most beautiful places and surf destinations on earth. Barbados by far has the most beautiful beaches I have ever been to. It blows 
Fiji out of the water. What? Dude, the beaches are unbelievable. The surf is good. I mean, I was lucky I got waves on the West Coast, which mm-hmm. is you kind of really have to know what you're doing to go get good surf on that side. Uh, most of the footage you see, like Soup Bowl and that, is on the East Coast. East, okay. And it's like pretty raw and on shore most of the time. So you really got to know your swell direction to get waves on the other side. And like the beaches are ab, like, dude, like if you're going on a honeymoon and you got the cash to splash because it's not a cheap place to go. And like you want your chick to sit on the beach and be totally happy sitting on the beach because it's a beautiful beach and you want to get surf. That is your jam. It is I feel like that the, sounds like the the Mauritius of the Caribbean. Yes, <laughs> it, it, I, from what I've seen of Mauritius, it, like it looks like that. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's been really on my radar. I know they're offering flights. I think they're. I don't know. You see it on the turnpike when you're driving on the turnpike. They've got all these Barbados signs on the turnpike for like get there down there cheap. Shoot, I should have recommended that for my mom's birthday. <laughs> I yeah. really tried to make us go to Costa, but she wanted like Caribbean style water, which Costa doesn't really have. Dude, but it's it's sick. I mean, it has its like weird little quirks because of like colonialism um, from like the British, but um, that's not gonna like. It's only gonna make your trip better, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I don't look it right now, but I'm brown. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a really good it's a really good trip. It uh, that's been on my radar, especially because I have my girlfriend now, and she would be stoked to hang out there. The food's good. It's like the best Caribbean cooking yeah. like, you could imagine. I mean, we do live in like probably the best region for the quick three day strike down down that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Hour drive to the out- airport, if that, and then four mm-hmm. or five hours. You know, everybody this time of year, they're 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 uh, the favorites on their Surfline accounts. Puerto Rico spots start moving up their list. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, that's always a nice quick trip for us East Coasters. You get that flight out of JFK daily. Um, are we doing But is that? there anywhere, is there anywhere <laughs> on anybody's radar without, you don't have to even have to say it. You guys, are you guys thinking anywhere that like, that people haven't necessarily given much thought to? Maybe I haven't given much thought to because, <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, I mean, check for, like, out a quick... Wave Trotter Surf. I've just, yeah, I mean, but... I, I've looked at so many spots that I'm just waiting to go to. Um, Phil, why don't you? Oh show God, it? Canary! I want to really want to go to Canaries. Um, I've heard the crowds are intense, but there's well, there's we, so I'm many talking different... like for a weekend, dude. <laughs> dude, it's not that. I guess far. it really isn't that. Uh, far. Canaries, uh, like Azores, hours. Uh, like all the the islands on the out over there. Yeah. Yeah, do you have anything on the Azores? Of course. That's tight. It is. How much is it to get to the Azores? <laughs> it's a little expensive. Do you have to transfer in like Europe? Now's the time. Let's go, boys. Look at that. November. Wow. On the rise. I think they do do uh, contests around this time. Right. I think that's why. Yeah, October, November is the time. So, Ty, you're, you're heading to Tulum with the family. When is that? End of February. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I was mean, thinking early about season. You could go to Hawaii early season. I was thinking about going from there to somewhere else in Central America, um, and it's relatively quick. But then it's like also I've got to bring boards yeah. then to Mexico and just have them sit in this like in my family's vacation. Have like, you have you used a Waco? Yeah. Have you, Phil? I have not. 
Do you like it? I used it in Puerto Rico. It was, it was sweet. I mean, did you get exactly what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. You have to. I mean, they they show like on the website what boards are available, and you can reserve specific uh, reserve specific boards. I mean, you just have to make sure wherever you're going has good boards that you would want to surf. Why did you Why did you do that for PR? Because you've been there a, so many times was, with your own bag. Like, well, it's like a four day trip, and. For it's the longer you go, the more like eating that 100, 200 bucks becomes spread out and you feel like you're prorating it across. But like, this was cheaper and easier. And like, yeah. I think I they totally changed their model. It's just board rentals. Like, yeah. wasn't it first? Yeah, it was a like you, subscription. Subscription. Now you can Oh, it's not a subscription anymore? No. no. You can oh. still do. You can still do a subscription if you want, and it it, it you does have to something be on the road like, a lot to make that subscription worth yeah. it. I think this is what I wrote in. It's uh, just like a board rental online now. This is yeah. exactly I mean, what it's all it is. <laughs> yeah, that 15, is fifteen forty dollars per day. So it's not. It, the, so it used to be that you used to log, create a login, give them your credit card information, pay a monthly rate, and then anywhere you showed up, you went in and you had your pick of the board. Yeah. You still can do that, I believe, with like I a. Don't think so. Oh, really? I think they got rid of it. Okay, I thought it was like a like a you know like a pro membership, and then you get either discounted. When it came um, out, I thought it was cool as hell. I thought it was genius. Yeah, I thought it was gonna totally like. But, but then it's cool to be able to buy different boards. That was their I mean, plan, that, and then they yeah, that's of, cool. You can go back to the shop and swap it out tomorrow because it's gonna be smaller for something fishier or yeah. something. Well, honestly, I mean, to what, me, you can still do that. You can get like that wider. The biggest appeal to me is just <laughs> not having to lug the board like is it yeah that's, you'd rather ride something that's with, not yours i went there with just a backpack like mm-hmm. that's that was my travel yeah so here's everything. the other thing right like you don't have to worry about like is, is the airline gonna ding my board yeah are they gonna lose it like none of that garbage in in my in in my um tenure managing surf resorts i had a lot of guests leave boards and stash them in the rafters and they would come back, you know, maybe twice a year, uh, over two years. And they'd come and they knew they had their board. They're waiting for them ready to go. Mm-hmm. I have boards in, I have a board in Indonesia. I have a board in Samoa. I have a board in Nicaragua. Yeah. So like. But like, when are you going to go back? To well, <laughs> the thing is, I wasn't going to bring them home with me. So yeah. like, I have these boards there in the event that I do get there someday and I weigh the same weight. <laughs> And yeah, and someone hasn't ridden it and broken it. And, well, uh, that's the other thing. Like you know, you kind of you kind of have to figure that your board's gonna get ridden, or maybe not. Like, yeah, it's more know, like I've 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 left boards with locals that just hey use it, rent it out. If I come by and want to use it, you if know, it's let still me use alive, it. yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll you don't you don't plan on it, but it's it's like a security. It feature. is. It's more common than you think. I think for people to do that, and it makes sense if if it's something that you don't totally love. Like you could do it with your HT 2.5. Well, I did. I did the reverse. I bought a board. I didn't have a short board because I think you had just broken mine, and so Probably. I went to Costa without one and bought one down there. But then I brought it back because I needed a short board. See, yeah. that's a good idea when you know you're going somewhere that has like six surf shops per block. Yeah, yeah. like in yeah, Palermo. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know you're gonna find what you want there. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, sweet. Boys, this was a good one. I think we can talk a lot about surfboards, <laughs> and we will. Like, we're going to. Like, we're going to talk about it a ton. Um, this was a – I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was fun for us. Yeah, they, we threw this we'll thing together. We'll probably still talk about it. After. Well, I yeah. We'll always be talking surfboards. <laughs> it's, it's a very big piece of the puzzle. It's my life. 
I think I'm actually going to buy one after this. Send it. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I've, I've been in the market for one for a bit. Pull the trig, uh, Phil. My my custom AJ got torn to pieces, man. Banged up. Each, I mean, oh, well, this is a story. But <laughs> so literally, I ordered the custom AJ had just gone to uh, Europe. This was last year, so he was like a little delayed. Almost didn't get it before I booked out to Morocco. He literally like expedited it to me. Got to the overnight FedEx as I was at the airport. Wow. Before I was going, I was so stoked. Land in Morocco. It's got a fucking hole like oh, Jesus. the size of a grapefruit right on the front. I was oh, like, oh, my brand God. new custom. Happened. I went from Morocco to South Africa. Happened that route. Then I dinged it up in Indo. Yeah, that's what happens one. with your travel board. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you get a. Tra- yeah, that's so that's much the kind money. of board you leave somewhere. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's always there waiting for you. Hopefully, yeah, we'll be here waiting for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, we're for here for you. <laughs> <laughs> you. 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 Two. Two.